Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner. I'm so glad you've joined me. Um, And I tell you who else has joined me. It's life coach Sarah Wilson Ward. Hello Sarah. Hello Emma, how are you? I'm I'm very well, thank you. Good. Very excited to be talking to you because I feel as though everyone could do with a life coach every now and again. I think everyone could do with a life coach full stop, including myself. <laughs> well that's the thing, that's the only thing about life coaches. It sort of implies that you get up at six, do yoga class, go for a run, <laughs> all your to-do lists are just tick. You don't even write a to-do I list wish. because you're just you're just functioning at optimum level is that the case definitely (laughs) not no and it's a bit like those sort of doctors they're probably really good at diagnosing people but not so great themselves likewise okay um you know i'm trained and i've done loads of things to be able to help other people and i do coach myself mm-hmm. but it's harder to do and i'll explain why okay um, shortly well the reason why i wanted to get sarah on the show is several reasons a i've known her for a while she's flipping brilliant and i am so lucky that i have her on the end of um, text messages basically every form of <laughs> i think she mutes me i'm just going to put it want. out there because if I ever am in a bit of a cul-de-sac in my head because I'm not having a good time with like figuring something out, I can ask Sarah. And you do go into life coach mode I because you just... So, Emma, but how did you feel when you said that? <laughs> I know, it drives my family bonkers. <laughs> but like, in a way that offers great objectivity and makes me actually like take, get, take the emotion out of it. Hopefully, yeah. So it's very good. So I feel very lucky. But we are recording this in the twilight zone in the in-betweeny bit crimbo limbo limbo. (laughs) the bit between christmas and new year and i don't know about you but i definitely put a lot of pressure on myself on these days because Mm. i feel like they are golden because there's nowhere to be there's no alarm going off at 6 a.m there are no actual real pulls on my time if i don't want it Mm. it's the easiest time of the year to absent yourself and that makes me think, oh, right, well, then I should probably write a book or I should probably uh, write that to-do list that means that 2018 will be my best year yet. So this is when we're recording it. But listeners, you could pick this up at any time of year because when Sarah and I discussed creating the show, it was about creating an actionable to-do list that you could do, whether it's the middle of the summer, whether it's 2 a.m. Any time. Exactly. It, it kind of makes me laugh. When I was thinking about this whole resolutions thing, I'm not great at keeping resolutions. 
And I was thinking, it's really interesting, a lot of us only actually create these sort of goals or resolutions for ourselves at this time of year. And we put all this pressure Mm. on ourselves to do that once a year and we try and then come up with something perhaps that's too big. When you can do this at any time, mm-hmm. completely at any time. Yeah, January the 1st is just an arbitrary date. It is. And some t- for some people, do you know what? Having that arbitrary mm-hmm. date is really useful. You can say, right, I'm going to go nuts and wild. and I'm going to be hedonistic and all these things. And I'm going to drink like an absolute bastard. And I'm going to do all of these things. That's not really a resolution though, Sarah, is no, it? No, it's not <laughs> a resolution. But I'm going to do that until the 1st. Oh, we see. Sorry, I thought you meant my resolution is to be an absolute wild child. Be hedonistic. Go nuts. It might be. Might be. It doesn't always have to be, you know. About raiding yourself in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why doesn't it? If you've got someone that hasn't maybe lived as fully or as completely as they would like to, or maybe let their hair down a bit, why Mm -hmm. why not? You know, set something that might be, do you know what? I'm just going to say yes to things. In oh, the new year. You've just described 40 days of 40. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to... Oh, I'm just going to... I am going to um, make more time to kind of go out and do what I want to do mm. and not always placate my mates mm-hmm. or I'm not always going to do what I think I should be doing. Mm-hmm. So it can work for most of us, and me included. It is about reining it in, mm-hmm. drinking a bit less, eating more healthily... But it's an interesting thing about resolutions because you've either got... I was thinking this, yes, what is a resolution? And I was thinking about it in terms of I think it's um, a bit of a habit. Mm-hmm. It could be a habit. It could be an amazing life-changing goal you set for yourself and that's great. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be something around a habit that needs changing. So um, actually throwing up what what does a resolution mean for you? and actually tackling that question first. Mm. Does it have to be this huge goal? Maybe, maybe not. Depends what you've got going on. Um, I like the big ones. I like to do things by, not by halves, but I like to just go for it. So I tend to go for some major whoppers, realise I can't quite fulfil them, and then sort of change them into the habits that I can actually do. Right, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... The object of this podcast is with Sarah's, she's done a lot of training and all of this stuff. She is a qualified life coach and I've seen her in action. So I know that she's, she's great. So this is about. That's like the, the advert. She's great. She's great. Um, Sarah Wilson Ward. Can't get better. Um, I just said to her in passing sort of about this podcast, I just think it would be really lovely to give the listeners an episode, a mini show where we gave five actionable points Mm -hmm. on how to, if they feel so inclined, if you listeners, lovely listeners feel so inclined to help you achieve perhaps some of the goals that you would Mm -hmm. like to set for yourself, whatever time of year it might be. So let's go into point one, shall we? Absolutely. So this was giving this some thought the other day, looking back on my experiences, as well as when I've worked with other people to help them Because coaching essentially is working with someone to help them achieve a goal, Mm -hmm. to get them, to help them get what they want. Right. So my entire work is asking people, what is it that they want Mm -hmm. and then how they're going to get there. So based on that, the first thing that I thought about was 
And this is going to be just in a series of questions. I'm not very good with point one, you need to do this, 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 Mm. this, because that's not what coaching is. Mm. Coaching is more based around questions. So for the listeners, this might be more about questions that I'm going to ask and put to you. So rather than writing a to-do list, maybe write these questions down and examine those. Yes. Okay. Because I think the questions hit a deeper place. Mm Mm-hmm. They do for me, and I know that they do for when I work with people. So um, it somehow feels, um, uh, I think, a bit more impactful for you to answer your own questions yeah. rather than me just to say, follow these five points. Right. You're more Got likely you. to do them, mm-hmm. I think. So the first one is to really ask yourself um, what your compelling reason is for doing something. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, you you make a list, you you write down all the things you like to do in 2018, for example. I mean, it might be from the banal, it might be deep stuff, it might be changing jobs, uh, finding a new house, it might be quit smoking, get fit, you know, all of those ones we tend to put Mm. for ourselves. But it's thinking about what, why, it's essentially, why am I doing this? I need to find that why, Mm -hmm. what's in it for me? Why do I want to do this? Or as my friend calls it, W-I-I-F-M. <laughs> the radio station everyone loves to listen to. What's in it for me? <laughs> it's true, though. Because if you're doing it, if you're not doing it for you, because I think sometimes we can we can do things for other people. Mm. I've set so many goals every year about being more organised or getting fit or actually getting down to the gym. Mm. And I just don't, because I don't really want to. Mm-hmm. So I think the first one is making a list of what you want to do and then sort of thinking, right, what is my compelling reason? Mm -hmm. Why do I want to achieve this goal? I'll give you an example. So I decided last year that I need to move because of my son going to needing to be in a better catchment area. So that is my compelling reason. I need to move mm-hmm. to get him into a better school and I've got a deadline to do it by yeah. October 2018 mm-hmm. when I apply for the schools. I can't miss that deadline. Mm-hmm. So I've got to move. So that was my compelling reason. Um and in the past um, I was telling Emma, I was, oh God, I'm almost embarrassed to say this Just again. Just do it, Sarah, you're in a safe space. <laughs> um, I smoked for years and years and years and I have tried, I don't know how many times, to give up. Son was born, I smoked, I didn't smoke throughout my pregnancy, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that, but I did start it again when um, he was very little. yeah. Marriage wasn't going too well as well, so I think that's why I didn't really kind of do the whole stopping smoking thing. Um, anyway, uh, Elliot was four or five, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to quit smoking. I tried, failed abysmally. I think I'd tried about six or seven times. Anyway, the last straw came. I was squatting in my garden behind <laughs> um, a plant pot <laughs> and my kitchen window, and um, Elliot came outside. I was having a fag. Elliot came outside and said, Mum, what are you doing? And I sort of looked at him with a fag in hand, <laughs> lit, and said, oh, uh, yeah, I, I, I found it on the floor, picked it up, decided to, to see what it was. And he just looked at me. It Quizzically. Co- totally didn't buy any. At uh, uh, four, he didn't buy it. Mm. Um, he went back in the house and I thought, what am I doing? Mm. What? This is really, really low. This is really low. 
And at that point, I thought, right, I, that's it. I have to quit. That day, I got mm-hmm. rid of all my fags. I quit. That was my compelling reason. And even when I've gone out and I've got absolutely, absolutely blind drunk, someone give me a fag, need a fag, I've gone back to that compelling reason I can't lie mm-hmm. anymore to him. I can't have him finding me squatting <laughs> in my garden behind a plant pot. <laughs> So I think that identifying that is is really important. And I think that's point one. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to do this? Um, Is this yours or is this somebody else's Mm -hmm. is another good question. Oh, so if someone's saying to you, you know, you really should lose weight or you really should get fit, then it's not your your compelling reason is going to be to please someone else. Yeah. Right, yeah. It might be you've got a partner who keeps telling you you should do something Mm -hmm. so if there's that little word you know the should or i really should do this or Mm -hmm. i must do this um that's often not yours right it might be from somebody else i had those all from my mum growing up i really need to get more organized this year Mm -hmm. i really should write everybody's birthdays in something so i don't forget Mm -hmm. never do never do i always forget (laughs) um and then the other one to ask yourself with the compelling reason is what will this give you? So to try and figure out what mm-hmm. your compelling reason is, what will this give you? So in case of the smoking one, what will this give me? Mm-hmm. This will give me, okay, apart from all the health benefits I know it will give me, it will mean I'm not lying to my son. Mm. So I think that's the first kind of chunk to do around what's your compelling reason and so in that sense Mm. if you've got lots of if your mind's quite busy mine is always busy at this time of year or if I've got lots that I want to do I can begin to over focus Mm -hmm. and but if I look at my compelling reason for everything naturally I'm going to find the priority totally right okay got you and then write them down Mm-hmm. it sounds so stupid when I've achieved things if I've wanted to achieve something the next year or in the coming month or the coming week I have to write it down mm. and there's something in the brain physically writing it down it becomes more complex. oh you retain it you retain Absolutely. it you retain how it feels all this. you're sitting in my office listeners Sarah's in my office and she is sitting just underneath a whiteboard which has got my dream guests and the topics I want to cover and people that I've had on or I haven't put some lines through. It's an interesting list. It is an interesting list. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to be on the fly on the wall when you have some of those conversations, definitely. Oprah, Celine. JK Rowling. Yeah. Go for it. You've got to aim high. Do you know what? That's, it's a Kelly Osbourne. How good would she be? Desperate to get her on, honestly. I'd love to listen to that. Yeah. She's fascinating. Let's put a pin in that. So, (laughs) (laughs) compelling reason. Yeah. So that's... Sorry, because you already moved on to number two, writing it down. number two. So, it's linked with... You've got to write down those Mm -hmm. compelling reasons. So, it's almost like the point before. Do a brain map. Do a mind map. Do a... Write a list. Whatever Mm. it is that you like to do. Cut pictures out of the things you would like to do or achieve in the next year don't veto it don't think oh i'll never achieve that Mm. just write them all down and then to sort of think well you can't work on all of those things so the compelling reason helps you prioritize Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to think on okay even if i worked on one thing what would that be yeah um i would go for no more than two or three 
because we just can't your brain once you've filtered everything out yeah if two or three rise to the top cap it there yeah okay because you your brain can't work on too many things at Mm -hmm. once i again you know yours you do you kind of go oh that seems too big i'm Mm. gonna go on this one oh no that one if we don't narrow it down to sort of two or three we kind of get lost so i think it's really important to do two or three okay and then I think the next point is then to think, how much do I really want this? So that's sort of the next question to so ask yourself. Number two. Yes. Okay. Um, how much do I really want this? And I, I thought about this with drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really, really wanted to quit drinking for January, mm-hmm. at least January, and do dry January. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, do I really want this? Yeah, yeah, I do. I really do want this. And I thought, right, here's the next question. If, imagine that that had already been granted and I had quit drinking, it's January, I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? What does it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it feels good. I'm clean. I have no hangovers. My liver is detoxing I'm every second I'm awake. <laughs> then what happens when I get to my best friend's 50th and she's a drinker and mm-hmm. I'm a drinker with her? <laughs> I don't want to not drink, so I could have a night off then. Yep. And then I started thinking about all these other social engagements I've got in January, yeah, which could be really tricky. And then I actually thought, I don't really want this. So I discarded that one because I don't really want it. We can put all these things. I don't want to. Um, I was talking to um, someone who I'm helping achieve what she wants to for the coming year. She wants to lose weight. She wants to get healthy. And um, she realised that she doesn't like exercise at all so it's oh i'm going to get fit this is something i really really want and when i asked her to try that on i asked her um if she really does want this she just looked at me and she said no i don't my husband wants this (gasps) interesting that opened up a whole nother kettle of fish Mm, which we explored it was another should Mm -hmm. and so it's really asking yourself do i want this and on a scale of one to ten, how much do I want this? If it's near the ten, mm. even eight, that's pretty... S- Weight's an interesting one. So what if mm. you want it, you're at a ten, I really want this, I really want to wear the size of clothing that I perceive to be mm-hmm. the best for me, all of this kind of stuff, and that's your long-term goal, and you want that at a ten. But then you get caught at moments where you're having a crappy day mm-hmm. and that gets overridden by a short-term mm-hmm. goal of I just want a bit of chocolate because I've had a really irritating conversation with someone and I know that that's just gonna give me a hit of dopamine totally. but that but that actually sabotages mm. that goal and I think that kind of came around to my point I think it was point five I don't remember it was point four I think it was point five around to achieve a goal you can visualize you all right I'm going to achieve and be a size 10 12 whatever size you want to be for example but there's gonna be those moments mm. you're gonna want to derail so it's thinking before you start the goal mm-hmm. of that what might derail me oh okay well if that's point five let's, yes let's put a pin in that okay and let's come back to that and explore that in more detail so you've got your compelling reason and how much do you really want this and then you've actually got to define what it is that you mm. want to do. Because I often find people put goals like, 
whether it's the the fitness thing, I want mm. to get fit. I want to lose weight. But how do you measure that? Mm. To write a really, really good goal for yourself, you've got to be able to measure it and see the result. So if it was something like, I want to lose, I don't know, seven pounds over two months, Mm -hmm. for example, then you can measure that because you've got a time limit Mm -hmm. and you've got an amount and you can see if you've achieved it or not. But if you just generally say, I want to lose weight... That's a really hard one to quantify because you then go, well, how much, mm. by when? So it's you've got to help yourself to define what it is that you really, really want and why mm. it is so. So say it's something slightly different because I think weight comes up a lot or fitness mm. or mm. eating a better diet is obviously something that we all um, think about, especially around Christmas time when excess is just everywhere. What if it's something like in... I want whenever it might be whatever time of year you're listening to this what if it's I want to start the business that I really believe I can make work mm. what if it's something like that how would obviously we were approaching it in the same reason like what's your compelling reason etc cetera, etc cetera. but how does somebody know what that looks like well I think you've got to have some idea in my, in, in your head so uh, if it's for example what kind of business is it if mm. it's product based then you know you, it's certain products that you're going to be wanting to get. You, It's too difficult to say, well, I just want to start a business. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. There's some groundwork to do there. Yeah. So I think it's, well, what or what in? What am I going to be offering? What am mm-hmm. I going to be doing? So it's helping to define. So if it is around business, say you've got kids or for whatever reason, you know, do you know what? I'm not happy. I want to be, leave where I am and set up on my own. Mm-hmm. I have the same thing. Um, it's looking at, well, what do I want to be doing? So it's mm. defining exactly what. The, the, it's similar to the weight bit. Mm. Owning, having your own business is too woolly, it's too fluffy. Yeah. So you've got to break it down and say, well, what is the business mm. that I want? And then you have to then slowly break it down. Okay, so it might be running your own coaching business, consultancy business, um, kids Starting clothes. a blog, doing anything, yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, it's... It's then saying, what is it that I want to be doing and offering? Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you get in that, then it's on to the next point, mm-hmm. which is the hard work. Because uh, so far, we've just written things down and we've asked ourselves. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Questions. Mm-hmm. The hard shit comes mm-hmm. in actually doing it. Mm. Um, and actually, this all really helps you to achieve it. But unless you do stuff, you're never going to achieve anything. Mm. I used to spend hours and days writing my lists and what what do I want to achieve and breaking it all down. And I never started it. Mm. 
and I had a, a, um, um, a client that she had an amazing business plan. She was going to start a new business. She, I mean, I've never seen such a thing. It's amazing. She had not only did she have like a mood board of all the things that she was going to achieve and create and do, but she also had this entire business plan. You know those business plans you see on Dragon's Den or something like that? Massive documents. With like... Yes. And um, she had all of this and that's where it stopped. Right. She was totally um, overcome by fear of actually doing. So she'd planned it. Mm. She knew where she wanted to be, but she didn't know where to start. Right. And what to start doing. And that's the whole point, the doing bit. Mm. Um, so it's then the point. So you've got point one, compelling reason. Mm-hmm. Point two, um, how much do you really want this? Point three, really defining what you want to do and how you can measure it. But then it's really thinking about how you're going to do it. What are the steps? Mm-hmm. And I think we always try and make things too big. Mm-hmm. So it's looking at what are the small steps that I can do? What's one thing I can do today, now, mm-hmm. towards my achieving my goal? So say if it was, I mean, bring it back to something not too big. So I've got one, for example. I want to speak more often to some of my friends that are around the world and mm-hmm. that I don't see very regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, so how am I going to do that? What could I do today? I could actually, after I've been here, pick up the phone and speak to my friend Kate when I go home tonight. I could send some text messages, write a list of who I want to send a quick text to and send them tonight. What are the steps I'm going to take? Mm. What are the steps are you going to take for your goals in 2018? Um, And it's just breaking each one down Mm. and then doing something. And I think that's where a lot of people get lost. So whether it's joining a gym or I had this one about, I really want to find some exercise that's not the gym (laughs) because <laughs> i hate it so exercise doesn't feel like exercise but has the same results totally okay got you <laughs> and the only thing i like doing is dancing i was about to say Zumba. with a huge amount of alcohol normally but <laughs> if i can find something that i can express myself through the medium of dance <laughs> interpretive dance interpretive dance <laughs> i don't know rhythmic gymnastics or i don't i don't know but so oh, i can see you waving a ribbon around i really can no i want one of those balls <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> maybe a pair of balls would be nice. <laughs> um, but no just a ball i've always fancied doing something like that or oh, you know the the ribbons yeah no that's what i was saying i could see you like twiddling a ribbon around but i don't want to get in a leotard though anyway sorry <laughs> who does? i digress who does? i digress but it's just actually doing it. And I, I thought, oh, I can think and get excited. Mm. But what is my first step? I need to go on the computer and research. If I really was serious, I'm not really, mm-hmm. about rhythmic, rhythmic gymnastics, to find out rhythmic gymnastics mm. in my area. Yeah. And then actually go to one. Because we can spend all this time pontificating, mm. but not doing anything. Yeah. And it's that getting over that first first fear of that first step Mm. because i often find that once you do that first step then rest does eventually follow so if it was quitting smoking the first step what could that first step be Mm. throwing your fags out or not buying any more 
or going for your last cigarette or finding a way to quit. Mm. So it might just going cold turkey might not work for you. It might be Alan Carr. Was it Alan Carr yeah. that wrote the book? Or it might be using the patches. Mm. I, that's how I did it. And I got rid of my fags and I stuck a patch on. And I kept the image in my head of my poor son coming outside, <laughs> catching me squatting. <laughs> but it's that doing thing. Mm. So that's the point four. But what's the first step? What's the second step? What's the third step? I remember someone saying to me a while ago, if, and if you want to achieve anything, or I know there's a different expression completely, if anything worth doing is a crap ton of hard work, basically. Mm. So a, a friend did suggest to me once... If you want to lose weight, for example, and you get home and you are like your stomach is rumbling and you are really, mm. really hungry, but you know that you'll go over the calorie limit that you've set yourself or the point limit if you're on a particular plan or sins or whatever it might be, that is the hard work. So revel in it, like get an endorphin rush from it. If you're hungry and you can't have anything else because you're on a particular plan, that's the hard work. So like totally. give yourself a bit of a high five and go, oh, this is real. This is me doing yeah. it. Rather than, this is so unfair, I wish I could have whatever it might be. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. You're going to have to mm. work for it. Mm. You, you don't get stuff. Yeah, you say no shit, Sherlock. But what yeah. bugs me is a lot of programs out there that suggest that, you know, the diet that doesn't take any effort or the amount of times you hear people on those ads going, oh, the weight just fell off or, oh, I just, you know, I didn't even think about it and it just happened. I don't believe that that's real and it bothers me. No, it's absolute bollocks. And I think there's a brilliant woman who I listened um, on YouTube first and then she was on TED Talks called Mel Robbins. Um, And she came up with the idea of, and it really resonated with me, and I just went, bing, this is it. In that you're never going to feel like it. So, you you know, getting fit, that whole hard work bit of mm. actually going to the gym and doing all of that and sweating, and, and you're, you know that feeling when mm. you go, oh, God, I don't want to do it. Mm. You're never going to feel like it. I'm never going to want to feel like really working my butt off mm-hmm. for something we just not we're not programmed that way mm. we love it for something i i love those whole kind of oh, dare i say ask the universe just ask the universe and they the universe will provide mm. now yeah okay if you put things out there but you've still got to do stuff mm. you, you know you can't just go do you know what universe i'd like a boyfriend please mm. And I'm just going to sit in my lounge and expect one to turn up on my doorstep and ring the bell. <laughs> it does not going to happen. So it, there is an element of I've got to join dating agencies. I've got to go out there and meet people. Mm. I've got to do stuff. Yeah. And I know I'm not going to feel like it. And the bigger the goal might be and the scarier it might be to a certain extent, the worse that kind of I don't feel like it feeling. Mm. And And I think that's when the kind of contingency plans come in place in the last point. Mm-hmm. Point five, listen. Point five. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this is the big one because I get very excited about all the... I love research. I love planning. I mm. like writing all these things down. And then I had a bit of a revelation a few years ago, um, and this is hopefully where I help others also think about this, is what might get in the way Mm-hmm. so if it's quitting smoking what might get in the way 
uh, having going, a skin full and being off at a cigarette and going yeah, oh go on then going out to the pub every night mm-hmm. having a few bevies and just thinking oh, that's when I have my cigarette mm. that might derail me or I've got loads of parties coming up I'm going to be eating loads of food or whatever it is there will be a lot of moments when you think I don't have time so if I want to set up a business maybe you've got kids as well maybe you've got a full-time job side hustle hashtag side hustle (laughs) when are you going to find time to do it Mm -hmm. so the whole excuse of oh I just don't have time or I'll do some I'll do it later I'll do it next week I'll do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. that time thing is a massive one Mm -hmm. Um, and again I was working with someone else and she said I don't have time to exercise I have kids family job she gets up anyway she has to get up at like six o'clock and then goes to work all day, has to come home, feed the kids, pick up the kids up. Husband goes out and does various things. She has the kids. She does X, Y, Z, makes extraordinary number of cakes for cake sales and costumes and all the rest of it. When does she have time to exercise? Um, and that's what she was telling me. Mm. She said, I don't have time. So then we went back to this, do you really want this? Mm. What's your compelling reason to want to lose weight or get fit? So we kind of have to sometimes go back to those questions mm-hmm. again. If people are finding that they've got too many excuses getting in the way, mm. and they're totally legitimate excuses. Yeah. So thinking about what is going to derail you, what is going to keep you from not achieving this. Mm. And, and also you might go somewhere and you achieve all these things and then just have a bit of a peek and go, oh, yeah, I've done enough. And then it slowly dwindles back. So in those moments, what are you going to do? Mm. So what is going to keep you, point number five, what is going to keep you on track? What is going to, what might derail you? I love that word, derail. And then how can you prevent it? How can you prevent it? In those moments of small derailment, how are you going to overcome those? What are you going to do? If you fancy that piece of chocolate, what are you going to do Mm. in those moments? Are you going to have that chocolate and then just carry on? Mm. Are you... I don't know. People have different tools. Are you going to stick something up and say, actually, here's an interesting one. Um, my mum wanted to lose weight a couple of years ago, so she stuck her worst picture of herself on up fridge. on the fridge. Like, that's the worst thing you can do. Because mm. every time she looks at that, she sees this fat person. Mm. Legitimately, she thought, that's enough to want to see that picture, feel revolted, Mm. and then I'll keep doing it. No, she didn't. She's just reinforcing Mm -hmm. the negative image of herself Mm. rather than a more positive image. Right. Um, So, yeah, needless to say, she didn't... It wasn't just because of that picture stuck to the fridge. She didn't stick to it. Mm. But... It didn't help. It didn't help. Mm. And she hadn't thought about what might might keep me from achieving this. Um, and she realised after a while when she hit a brick wall, she started really well for a couple of weeks and she did it in, a, in January with my dad. And she started, right, we're going to do this whole, you know, healthy eating thing and we're only going to have all these certain calories. And I think she hit about three, four weeks into it. And she hadn't put a time limit. She hadn't done, she's going to lose X weight by X time. Mm. She's just, I'm going to lose weight generally. Mm. And I don't like all this that I'm seeing. I don't like the, you know, all the blubber on the fat that I'm seeing around my middle. <laughs> and she does this whole sort of donut belly thing, and she'll go, "Oh, look at that! Oh, that's gross!" 
to try and reinforcing again and again and again again and again exactly so it's just Mm. reinforcing all of this but rather than really thinking about why she wants to Mm. is it just because when she does that she feels revolted Mm. what's the compelling reason and she is seven uh nearly 70 so there's there's also an element of realism i Mm. think as well um but her, for example, you know, her body clock was saying, can't, don't know, have the metabolic rate that perhaps she used mm-hmm. to. She's still active, but not as active. Right. So is it realistic to say she can lose three stone in, like, six months? No, probably not. But maybe it's a slightly longer period. But mm. finding out why she really wants to lose this weight, um, the compelling reason, but also how she's going to do it and what's going to get in the way and how she's going to overcome that so mm-hmm. it kind of comes full circle that that last part point five is what's going to get in the way sometimes going back to your compelling reason mm. is enough to help you stay on track so it's like a loop if you like, like a little cycle it is interesting cycle of life sarah i found this fascinating i could talk about it for a long time i know you could but here's can i just here's something i was thinking about as I was talking, and here's a really interesting thing, um, again, from my own experience. Sometimes I'm going through a kind of like, I'm just doing it at the mm-hmm. moment. I'm moving house. I've just got a new job. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm doing, you know, I do my life coaching on the side. Um, sometimes just doing. I've been saying for a long 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 time I want, I'm, I'm not so happy where I am I want to mm. change my job mm. and then sometimes just saying I've had enough of just saying that mm. oh, I want to do this I want to do that for those things for that I didn't write down a goal of what I wanted and what might stop me I didn't write it down I just did it mm. and sometimes just taking action um can be a catalyst sometimes there might be a catalyst i also think action breeds action so i am thinking about a weekend a couple of months ago i had a very short deadline for a feature for a magazine it was literally i had to deliver on a monday morning and by the time i'd actually found out exactly what they wanted it was friday lunchtime so Mm -hmm. i had half a day to get all of my information and then write it over the weekend and deliver on the monday morning and i did not leave my office I think I slept about 10 hours that entire weekend because I was just researching, researching, writing, writing. And a piece doesn't just come together overnight. Like you have to, I like to leave a feature for a little while and Mm -hmm. let it breathe and then go back to it and see where I can take things out, move things up, whatever it might be. And I was so busy and I was like really working on adrenaline. And then I went to go make myself a cup of tea at about nine o'clock on the Sunday night. And the next thing I know, I have everything in my kitchen out of the cupboards and on the floor and I've decided that the glasses need to be in a different cupboard for ease of use and ease of access the kettle should be under that cupboard and the cupboard and everything Mm -hmm. I had a complete Tupperware audit (laughs) it was just ridiculous (laughs) and I but I do think that action breeds action and I think um being sedentary breeds being sedentary and so Mm -hmm. sometimes if you are feeling like I mean this is just my opinion, if you want to get to a place where you can action your five points that you've just explained to us, mm. sometimes, it sounds silly, but going for a walk or doing something that you know is a really easy win can be the 
as you say, like the motivator or the thing Mm -hmm. that goes, oh, actually, I can do this. Mm -hmm. So if a really easy win for you is, I don't know what what an easy win might be, what's something that organising your organizing your living room or just like having a good hoover or anything like that it can be the thing that can give you that perspective to go oh actually if I can do that I can do anything totally I think it's it's I'm I'm I've always been um and I say this when I get with people um my coaching clients I'm not good to work with if you don't want to take action because I will challenge you and I Mm. will help you but I will also challenge you to take Mm. action and ask you okay what's step one how are you going to do that when are you going to do that by and I think that for me is the beauty about having a um a life coach a life Mm. coach is a bit like having a a buddy a witness and say right I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it by then and then when you kind of get back to meet your coach you go oh I didn't do it Mm. you feel awful and it sounds ridiculous because they're not going to be right well there's accountability isn't there yeah totally so it's almost they're holding hands with you going and and helping you to be accountable for something um but again if with a life coach if you haven't done something you then sort of talk about why haven't you done it but not from a mother point of view like why Mm. haven't you done this but from a okay well what what stopped you what prevented you maybe Mm. your compelling reason wasn't compelling enough Mm. maybe you had trouble breaking it down so break it down even more Mm. so it's getting back to that okay if I'm not achieving this if I'm stopping myself going back to those five points and thinking okay let's go back to the beginning again can sometimes help That is so interesting. It's probably a good point to mention that you are available for life coaching yeah. and life <laughs> and sessions. Do you work over Skype? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, I bet you'd be brilliant over Skype. I find it, it it's weird but brilliant yeah. because I love seeing people's faces mm. and I I think I think it helps other people when we're coaching mm, mm. to know I I've done many coaching conversations over the phone. And it can be because you can listen, I can listen and then ask questions. Um, And it really is absolutely fine. It works well over the phone. But having just that extra face Mm. there, you can read so much more. Mm. You can read the body language when people have that moment of, yeah, I I could do that. Mm -hmm. And you can read their face and you can sort of say, "Mm, I'm hearing that you can do it, but I'm not seeing that you want to do it. Yeah. So you can pick up a lot more, even when you just see a face on Skype. Well, you are available for Skype sessions. You are a practicing life coach. Listeners, I'm going to put all of Sarah's details in the show notes so you can follow through all those links and see a a little bit more about what she's about. I can tell you that she's pretty awesome. Oh, thank you. Coaching.com. Now, I will be obviously putting that link into the show notes. and mm-hmm. uh, But that is how you can get hold of Sarah. I'll also yep. put any other information in there. Sarah, thank you so much for coming and, coming and joining me on Crimbo Limbo. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I really hope that 
um, some of those questions are useful to help people get started mm. on the road to achieving what they want to. And if you do have any questions from the show, it goes without saying, just email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or if you spend a lot of time on Instagram and Twitter, as I do, then please do drop me a DM and as I do try to get back to everybody as quickly as I possibly can. If anything has come up from the show and you just want to explore it a little further, I would love to hear from you. Sarah, I adore you for joining me. Thank you so much. And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you on the next one. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.